Welcome back to a fresh perspective on business podcast. It's me, Tony Greenwood here, and I'm here with my great friend, Emily Leyland. She's going to say hello now. Hello now. This is episode number 128. Wow. Money, 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 money. It's called money, money, money. Money. Let's do it again. Money, 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 money. Money. (laughs) I wish this was a video as well, because your face is wonderful. We're back in the Creative Individual (laughs) Studio in Chorley Town in the podcast studio, having fun and laughing. I've got dry eyes. (laughs) (laughs) But it's good, it's episode of the triangle. Emily, be childish. I need to cry, and then they they lubricate themselves. (laughs) My eyes are so dry. I have eye drops now. Okay, (laughs) wow. That's a good share. That's a good share. Um, for those who saw a LinkedIn post uh, from me last week, Happy New Year. Happy it's, New Year. It's never too late to say Happy New Year. It and, is. And hello it's to... too late now. Hello to all uh, new listeners mm-hmm. and, um, and 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 everyone else yeah. who's listening. Yeah, it's the middle. We're, in the, we're right in the middle of January. Do you know that? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. Thank you. It's the 20th of January today. Thank you is so it? much. Is it the 19th? Oh, it's the twentieth. <laughs> on, a, I don't. Why do calendars start on a Sunday? Oh, the people who arrange those are honestly psychotic. You know, sometimes I think we should plan the first bit of the podcast. Mm. Well, we do. It's written down. It says, "Where are we and what can we see? What do we look like? What are we wearing?" <laughs> what do, well, what got, do we look I've like? I've got the same jeans <laughs> on for four days now. <laughs> gonna go to a disco in, in the, the middle, middle of town everybody's dressing up i'm dressing down that was what i love is it paolo when you look in the mirror do, do, I lo- is it paolo Antini, that yeah i think it is i love that song oh. so that's apparently so we have a schedule that we look at and it's, this schedule has been there since episode one. Oh. And now we're one, two, eight. So, you know, time has changed it us. Has changed. But the, this is still very, very <laughs> much the same. And that's what it says. It says intro, three minutes, highlighted in yellow. Yeah, mine's a um, little, Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, but well, we don't do that. We don't do any of this. No, we don't. But um, so you know, to that's li- all right. Yeah, to li- for, for new listeners, you get a little bit of an insight behind the, peep behind the curtain of the production of mm. this uh, soon-to-be award-winning podcast. Award- <laughs> oh my god, how do we win awards for podcast? Lenny, shut up. How do we win award for, po- for podcast? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to <laughs> no go one's mentioned it to us. <laughs> no one said you want to put your podcast in. No one's like, listen, I think you should go up for them podcast awards. Why have they not? I don't know, but maybe that's actually. That could be one of our goals, goals for, for 2023. This year. <laughs> I think um, the goal would be come up with a structure. We've Listen, we've got a structure. We so have, you don't we have stick got a to it. This is episode 128 of A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. And this is my favourite time of the podcast when I shut my eyes and I turn to my friend Emily and say, Emily, yes. what is that in Spanish, please? So in Spanish, it is episodio ciento viente ocho. Oh, very nice. Yeah? Very nice. I don't sound as no, quite no. as Spanish as Laura. You don't. That's because it's not exotic she's enough. a qualified Spanish interpreter from yeah. Spain. Yeah. So yeah. she will she'll be fully trained in that Spanish lingo. Yeah. And she likes the Spaniards. song Despacito. Okay. Mm-hmm. Poquito Pequito. I really like that part of the song. This episode is all about sales, baby. 
It is all about sales. That's where I live. That's where I work. Yeah. In the sales game. Yeah. It's not a dirty word. It's a lovely word. We're good people. But first, I need to ask you something. So if the Royal Mail or DPD or someone of that ilk knocked on your door with a parcel that Mm. said keep in the freezer. Oh. And you, you thought, yes, I can take this. Number one, you're not going to put it in your freezer. And number two, you're going to go out. What would you do? So if you have plans at night and someone came to your door at 10 o'clock with a box labelled, this needs to be frozen. At night? No, in the morning. In the morning. 10 o'clock in the morning. Stick what would it you in do? freezer. Right. Okay, is that what you would do? Is it for you or is it for someone it's else? It's for me. Oh, stick it in freezer. Yeah, okay. Well, Neil from next door yeah. accepted our parcel at 10.25. Oh, thank you, Neil. Thank you for accepting. Thank you, Neil. Yeah. And then when we got home from work, mm-hmm. and on my, on my, you know, in the like, what are your preferences? It's like leave in the shed, leave in the shed, leave, leave in the shed. Leave in the shed. Don't take it to a neighbour. Because yeah. the neighbour's not going to put 20 packets of frozen <laughs> dog poo. <laughs> dog poo. <laughs> you definitely won't put that in your freezer. Right, anyway, so then we get home from work. Tom Neil. gets home half four. He's knocking on Neil's door. Neil, where are you? He's texting Neil. Neil's like, oh... He doesn't reply, he doesn't reply. Anyway, in the morning, he gets a message back. In the morning, it's 7am. So how long is that? That's like, what, 21 hours? Come on, Neil. So he says, oh, we went out last night. Anyway, and Tom's like, right, okay, Tom's really nice about it. I probably wouldn't have been as nice about this. So then Neil comes and drops it off and goes, sorry, and this dog food, £75 worth of dog food is ruined. Fucking hell. (laughs) We have bleeped that bit, Robin. Goodness me. That so I was I was quite upset with Neil. Like, what do you do in that situation? A lot of money. You know, we're a bit skint at the moment. Well, because c- he lives. Because he lives, yeah. Cost of living. So I don't know. Do you give, do you give Neil grief? Yes. Do you give DPD grief? Do you give where you do- got the dog food from? Who do you give the grief to? Because Neil was doing a good thing, wasn't he, when he accepted What's the instruction? it? But Neil, it says it's, mo- it's frozen dog food. So what's the... Raw inst- dog food. What's the instruction where you leave the product? If you're not in... In what's the shed. It? In the shed. So why has he not done that? DPD. Yeah. Yeah. So That's the instruction. Fuck Neil. Forget Neil for a minute. <laughs> Just leave him over there somewhere. <laughs> Tony's talking to me as a friend now. A not, concerned I, I need friend. To, I need and he's to, forgetting that he's on the podcast. I need to get... Tony sorry. doesn't like to swear on the podcast usually, no, he do doesn't, you? No, he doesn't. And you've dropped the F-bomb twice. twice. Sorry. That's how passionate he is about helping me. Sorry, Mum. Um, I think we should egg Neil's house. I think that's no, the no, no. It's nothing to do with Neil. Just move Neil over there somewhere. <laughs> Let's st- go back a step in the process. Forget Neil now. Hello, I'd like to buy some frozen. Let, please let me finish. I'd like to buy some frozen dog food. Yes, I will send it by DPD. If we're not in, what's the instruction? Leave in the garden shed. It does not say give it to Neil to thaw out. It doesn't. But then how do you contact DPD? Oh, I don't know. Exactly. If you know how to contact DPD, oh, yeah. please send us. Just send, send, him, send Emily a message. Send Emily he- Leyland a, a, a message on LinkedIn. Because it, like you can message them on Twitter, no one replies. You message them through the app, it's a robot. Trying to ring them. I or mean, the frozen oh. food people. Or the frozen food people. Say because, stop using DPD. Or saying, your contract is with DPD. We should maybe do this off air. But your contract hmm. is with DPD. They've not followed the instructions. And I've got 75 quid's worth of stuff here that, I, can't, that I cannot use. Sort it's it out. Just not good, sort it, it. Sort it out, Johnny's dog food. Yeah. That's what you do. Go back to Johnny's dog food. You've made a decision to contract with DPD. They've not followed the instructions. 
Neil's a prick, but me, but the bottom line is my dog food's in bin. Yeah. And I all I've when done. When he's hungry. All I've done is order it. I know that's, that's all, all honestly. It's that's such all a... I've done. And this is like this is sales gone wrong, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a good customer experience. This, it's Emily. not a good customer experience, which we are passionate about. We are indeed. So wow, that was a story that I was passionate about that story. And I hope the listeners are because I reckon <laughs> we've all been here, haven't we? With these delivery people, I mean the Royal Mail strikes over Christmas. I mean, how selfish is that? Let's Sorry, not po- let's not be- get political. I don't think that's. I don't is think it political? Co- oh. Is it? Are you supported or not supporting people who strike? Is 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 moving into a political? Yes, it sphere. is. It is. It is. You. And then right. if we're talking about Royal it's Mail, it's because my talk secret about... Santa present was late. That <laughs> 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 was absolute, and they were personalised socks. You can't just go buy them somewhere. I was mortified. Arguably, the person who was buying for you should have pre-planned a bit, been a little bit earlier. Sounds no, like the... me. I was the buyer. All oh, right, so you were just organised. A month ago. A month is long enough for Secret Santa in its own. Come on. Yeah, it is. It is. All right, so I do play in Royal Mail. Thank you. <laughs> See, I knew he'd come round to my way. I'm round. I'm round. Shitting. I've also got some other news. Please. We are Bieber judges. I thought oh. this is not the first time Tony's hearing this, but no. hopefully he's going to sort his response out. Because when I told him this two days ago, what he was did like, I say? What? what? Are you joking? Are they short on what, judges? What categories? Are they short on <laughs> judges? Honestly, he turned green when he was saying it. I was like, F you, Tony. Short on judges. So, yeah, we were asked, probably with good. a collection of other wonderful people in the Northwest, to judge the Beavers. Yeah. And we had to make the decision, do we judge it or do we enter? Well. And I said to Laura, Laura wanted to enter. No. But I was like, no, let's judge it. Let's let's get in with the click, the Bieber click, and then we can learn much more about the people that are there, we can network, the we process. can get amongst the thick of it, the process, and we'll clean out, up the you? year after. Shutting Hell are you? I'm ready, <laughs> Imagine baby. Imagine thinking, thinking, she is a weapon. <laughs> Someone from Bieber's listening, what a, what a mistake. Wow, I'm going to get an email now saying, listen, you're not judging that category anymore no, because you are incompetent. But hopefully that no, won't no, happen. No, 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 no. All good. Yeah, so congratulations, guys. Thank That's you. Excellent. I'm judging employer. Very good. Laura's judging scale up. I like I like that category. Yeah, yeah. It growth. Is growth. Scale up. Yeah. Very growth. good. Yeah. Uh, that's an exciting business category, and also I think employer is. I mean, I mean, employers. You know, a big thing for us being yeah, but being a scale great scale up employer. and growth. They'll need more people, persons, won't they? You know. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's what's going on for us. There's loads of other stuff going on at the moment for us. It's just it's just a bit crazy in a good way. January blues, not not at all for us. It's not a thing. No, I might be dry-eyed. You are dry-eyed, but you're not... Uh, <laughs> tell us about the fresh networking, please. Networking with the twi- I was going to go somewhere then. Are you going to... Well, hang on. What did you say to me this morning? Can you say that? I don't think you meant to say it. Oh, no, I can't. No, 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 no. So now I know. What did you mean by it? Uh, but that you'd be excited about the <gasps> content. Oh, my God. <laughs> about the content that I put together Tony for the podcast. Tony said something to me awful this morning. I honestly felt like I was... Being chased by a man in a white van. Tell us about network. 
Tell us about networking with a twist, which is the new networking event from Fresh Perspective. Not called Fresh Walking because that is apparently uh, Fresh not Working, not called Fre- Fresh Working. Fresh w- Working yes. because that's not the uh, whoops. Can we edit that bit out as well? <laughs> Robin, a lot of editing this week, Robin. <laughs> On the podcast. So we so in lockdown. Do you know whose idea? I think it was it to do it for us to do networking. Tom. No, no, it was Robin's. Well, I, I actually, had an idea no, with a quiz. I mean, right. I mean, yeah. It's not. It's not visionary that it's a quiz. It's, it's it's all right. But we're talking years ago. So in lockdown number one, we used to have Zoom calls and stuff with Robin, who edits our podcast and does lots of other things for us. Hey, Robin. And then and she was like, you know, why don't you do like some sort of fresh networking and or fresh awards? And we were like, oh yeah, okay. And then we went with the awards. And what the a freshest. what a great the success! Third year. What a great success! And now that we're kind of in the thick of that, you know, we're getting into the motion with it. Each year, mm. it gets more challenging, but we know what we're doing. Mm. So now we can start networking. But we want to mm. do everything that we do is a little bit sort of different. So we don't want to do networking that's formal, that's round a table, like too structured, that's round a table, that's pressure inducing, that kind of stuff. It's Just nice and chilled and fluid. Building. Yeah, getting to know nice in, people in, in the, the local I- area, in the outdoors. Yeah, but we're not. It won't all be outdoors because we'll do some walking, some hiking, some outdoor-based things. You know, we might go to the Anderson Centre and do a bit of activities. Who knows what we'll do? That it. But then we will do things like maybe we'll go to bingo, do a pub crawl. We might do a quiz. Who knows? We are going to do a quiz. Yeah, we agree. I thought we'd sign off on the quiz. I was the whole quiz host. Yeah, well, you can be the quiz. Oh, look at him. He's really upset now. He's frowning. But it's fine. We can do the quiz. We just need to find a place to do the quiz. We did have one, didn't we? Has anyone got a venue in local to Chorley? We did have one, didn't we? We did have one, yeah. We just can't do it there anymore. So we need... I'm going to (laughs) burp. So if you're you're free on Wednesday the 1st of February, we're going to start at Rivington. There's 40 people coming so far, so human... Yeah, but that's... And that's not... um, You've just interrupted us. No, I know, but I'm saying we've not even gone and invited more people. No. So we need to do it. So there might be more, you don't know, but it's £10. It's £10 and that goes to charity. Yeah. I, I don't know what charity it is. Do you yet? Yes, I do. Yeah, Please. we're going to do the Anderson Centre for the first one. So say Marvelous. if if 50 people come, that's 500 quid we can just give to the Anderson Centre. That's, that's really big, good maths. Well done. I know. Thank that's why we wanted a tenner. I didn't want eight quid. I can't work that out. Mm, no. Uh, humans are welcome. Animals are welcome. So if you've got a dog, a horse, a pig, whatever. Put your pet, cat on a lead, pet, bring it. On, if you could, whatever dog or whatever animal you can put on a lead, whatever pet you've got, bring parrot, bring it. People are better around animals, aren't they? Yeah. I, I just animals think are better you're than better. people anyway, Oh, yeah. But they bring out the best in you, though, don't they? So, like, a walk. I mean, if I, I'm not very good at walking without Lenny. No. Mainly because I do feel guilty that he's not there. But... You know, I feel like people people are more chilled. Because networking, for me especially, you're not like this, but, you know, to go to a networking event, it would make me feel a little bit like, squeaky bum time before I have it. massive self-confidence, though, don't I? Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. We found that out in last week's episode. Um, Tony is very, very... You were validated in your feelings of worthiness, which is absolutely mm-hmm. mean. I wouldn't say I'm the same. But yeah, I would be like, oh no, I'm going to have to go make small talk with people I don't know. You know, what if they like turn their back on me? I don't really know what I'm saying. Where, where if you give me a microphone, I'm absolutely fine, but I'm in control of that situation. You are. I'm not in control of all the other stuff. I'm definitely not in control of you right now. No. Why? Nope. Why would you want to be? I'm saying good stuff. I know you are. I'm joking. I'm talking about our lovely networking event that's not actually happening yet, but it's happening on the 1st of February. So if you're interested, please. Uh, please just check out the socials, uh, specifically LinkedIn, and I think 
it's detailed on the Fresh Perspective LinkedIn company page. It's on there, but it's also got, we've got an event. Yes, that's what I mean. I think it's on there. And it's, um, there's a link to book your tickets via try booking. Oh, So we there? set it up yesterday. Yes. So you can go on, you can buy a ticket. Because then at least then I've got like a little register. I'm going to get a clipboard. Oh, Can't I'd wait love and to get a headset, you know, just because. Do. I'm going to. Yep. Good. I'm going to do it. Uh, do it. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. What else? What else you want to talk about in this early section of? I mean, the... it's not early anymore, so I'm I'm good. Oh, you don't want to talk about anything? Um, well, I have. I've talked about Neil and the frozen food. And I'm, I'm, mm, yeah. the Beavers. Bowling Green. Networking. Tell me about the Bowling Green, please. I don't know anything about these words on that line, and I want you to share. I'm not going to read it all out. It's uh, Bowling Green and another piece of information. Go. <laughs> this is, I'm not going to say where the Bowling Green is because I feel mean, but there are plenty of Bowling Greens, but this one is local Oh. and has a play area. Oh. <laughs> I know, <I'm laughs> no, but you know when you go somewhere, we had a carvery. And honestly, this carvery looked like Lenny had thrown it back up, but we all left it. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it's disgusting. Like Jade said, uh, me, me, um, my mate's girlfriend said, "Have you got any more cauliflower cheese?" And he says, "Yes, just hang on." <laughs> Bent down, went in a cupboard and got some cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> some cupboard? A cupboard? What do you mean? <laughs> And you, like, you, you went supersonic. And I was like, ah, <laughs> go on then. <laughs> did you have some? Of course we did. You did. Anyway, girl. and honestly, right, we got <laughs> home that night, and Tom, he, um, he nearly shit himself. He farted so loud. He's like, oh, I think I'm about to shit myself. Like, oh my God. And he was like, oh, I, I was the smell of our farts. It was disgusting. And then I messaged, I messaged oh me this. And I was like, oh God, we've got really bad runs from the Bowling Green yesterday because a few of us went with our kids. And Alyssa's like, I've rang up and complained because we've all had the runs. I've rang up and someone said they'll ring me back and no one's rang her back. And she said, I just wanted to give him some feedback. And I'm like, well, that food that we ate yesterday, they'll still be giving it out today. Oh, so, but wow. do you know what? I said I'd still go back. <laughs> I'd, st- I'd still go back because it's play area. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd rather have you? I just want to eat. I'll just have a pint. Food poisoning, so that you, you, your little girl can play. Yeah, wonderful. It's true though. How many parents would do that? Like, as in, go somewhere that they know the food is absolutely inept. <laughs> It's just disgusting. But yeah, they'll go because... There's a the decent play area. Yeah. That is funny. That I've laughed so much, the back of my head is hurting. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So, that. yeah. Oh. I quite like having the shits every so often. I feel like, it, gives, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, it really, you know, it gives you a good clear out. It's like a free colonic irrigation session, which I've had done and also enjoyed. <laughs> Have you ever had it done? Colonic irrigation. I've got to have pictures taken today and my eyes are so wet underneath <laughs> and my concealer is all gone. It's revealing grey eye bags. That's not what we want. I'm going to... Uh, I've got a story for that another time. Clonic irrigation? Let's talk oh. about... Let's talk about... Oh, let's, you do make me laugh. Let's write it down. I've written it there. I've written it here. Let's, um, let's, talk, about, let's talk about sales. Do you want sales, sales, sales. We're looking for some big deals. Sales, sales, sales. That was uh, unplanned. That was good. That was unplanned. Tell us, give me uh, uh, tell, tell me why you don't want to talk about sales, please. Because I think 
obviously it's really important. It is important. And I feel like we aren't organised enough at Fresh in, within sales. I feel like, our, so we call it, we split up our business in sales and delivery, which is a little bit unique for recruitment businesses because usually a consultant would do both. They would fill the vacancies and bring them on. Okay. Whereas we do it really different. I do feel like it's two very, very different skill sets um the candidate side is much more nurturing handholding sales can mm-hmm. be a little bit tougher you know more closing that kind of thing but ultimately selling in both roles yeah um i feel like delivery is really organized at fresh we talk about delivering the team meeting on a monday but sales we obviously talk about what we've done and where we're up to in the year and all that kind of stuff but i feel like we're not organized enough talking about it and so it's prompted me and I thought we can't be the only ones there's no. going to be other companies other people out there who you know maybe aren't as organised as they need to be with sales and thought it would be really good to do this with you That's what, yeah. who is an advocate of positive sales I in am. the world I am to give us give us some tips but I went for it me and Tony often go for dog baby walks we, we do just, we just like being outside together we, we were talking about sales oh, and just a little conversation because I was like obviously I've come back off maternity leave and stuff and I you know I want to help the business do better and achieve our targets. Mm. But also I'm a bit like, oh my God, there's a lot of pressure behind that. What Mm -hmm. am I doing? You know, we talked last week about imposter syndrome. That kind of plays a part. Mm-hmm. And he said, listen, you need to sack off your ATS for sales, get a better CRM system. You need to be doing more sales meetings, all this kind of stuff. And everything that he said to me, I've gone and done it. You have. I've gone and done it. We've we've brought down our target between the people who are doing sales in the business. We yes. had, we've had regular sales meetings. Yes. We've added it into the Monday morning meeting. Excellent. I've looked at So look, you know, do you know what I mean? I'm what? smashing this year, sorry. Really? I know, I enjoy it. It's because I've got quite a deep voice. What we've... What we've like, what we've realised over the last 60, 60 seconds is that Tony needs to be on a retainer, is what we've uh, realised. And do you know, right, I'm going to tell you something. No, don't. Do you want me to? I don't know, I don't know what it's going to be, but it was... it was. Crafty Brewing, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there, I'm just going to, I'm just going to write that down, we can maybe talk about that. Let's talk about sales, baby. Let's talk about sales, baby. Let's so talk about all the good deals and the big deals that make sales. Let's talk about sales. You've put type of people who do sales. Yeah. Mm, out of date stereotypes. Yeah. Because I do think there is that car salesman thing still going Suit, on. Briefcase. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Because the girls who were on delivery at Fresh... When we've talked about doing sales and we say the word, like, oh, I don't want to do sales. I'm like, you do Why? sales all the time, though. But yeah. they do it all the time. They sell, into can- they sell the role to candidates. They sell candidates to companies. I'm like, you do sales. But the idea of doing a sale that's to bring business into fresh scares them. Why? And, and Well, they don't, they don't know. It's like, oh, it's, I don't think it's for me. I'm not, you know, I'm a little bit, I'm not, not bold enough. I'm not confident enough. I'm not out. I don't. I don't know. But yet they are because they are literally all over social media. So all you doing? With, it. All you're doing with a candidate, right? And we've <coughs> we've not prepped for this. All you're doing with a candidate, right? Is you you or candidates, yeah? You're trying to find a solution for this problem here. I'm drawing a diagram. But you're kind of fi- the opposite, really, because tra- we, we are finding a solution for our clients. We don't work like an agency, and then it's opposite. Yeah, but your solution is these people here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course it is, for the client, for absolutely. For the client, right. Yes. So all, all sales is, is flip that round. Of course it is. Forget these people. They need, they, they need these people, and the solution is finding them, and yeah. we can do that for you. Absolutely. So they are doing exactly the same course process, just just the just a little bit further down the down the pipeline, if you will. Yeah, um, but I think it's these <coughs> stereotypes, this whole 
KPI, target-driven goals, and they'll all they have all of that in can in delivery. So it's exactly the same. There is exactly, but what is it that stops people? Like it's a big thing, the female thing with like, oh, I can't do sales. It's not for me. It's like no, it is though. You can smash. And this I think it's too. quite refreshing. There's, there's, you know, you know, there's maybe not enough non-male. Yeah, non-male in in, in, in the in the sales environment. Yeah. Um. So I've done a bit of work, haven't I? I've done a bit of work, and I can't see any of this work. No, you can't. That's fine, and I'll share it now. So, um, you need to. One of my biggest um pieces of advice was find a USP, mm. unique selling, selling point. point. Or differentiator, which at Fresh you have well done, because there's a gazillion. Whilst competition is good, you know, if someone if someone says to you, "Why should I choose your business over the three others on this tender?" You'll yeah. go, and you'll be straight into it because you'll know. But if you just if you just trot out the same old nonsense, then you're just another one, aren't you? Just someone else, aren't you? Yeah. Like when you go into Morrison's to buy a, again to buy a beer, what do, you know? What do you look for? Or buy a bottle of wine. You're like, oh, crikey. Which one's on offer? Well, it is because there's no emotion behind it, is there? No, Whereas no. if there's all the other stuff, you've got emotion behind it and you're not necessarily as asked about the cheapest. Whereas if you've not got any of that, you're going to go, not the cheapest for me, it's on offer. It's on offer. So you're getting value. Yeah. So how can you deliver value back to those yeah. people? How How is the buyer of the stuff that you're selling, right, whether it be a product or a service, how are they getting value? Yeah. What's the best way to do sales? There was a question that you posed, didn't you? Mm. Three things. Go on. Build relationships. Yeah. Networking. Build, which is building relationships. Yes. Find your target market. Uh-huh. I spoke about this a few months ago with Laura, but it's always good to refresh. And find referral partners and network who are linked into your target market, right? Okay. So How do you do all that? <coughs> Thank you for asking. So finding your target market. So for example, in our business at the moment, we are going through this at the moment. So we, um, we've got a craft brewery that's probably a mid-range. So you've got massive Carlsberg, Heineken, the big, big sugar daddies of, of brewing um, over here. And yeah. then you've got the little, like Ben's Brewery, for example, in Chorley, a really small brewery. Right, we probably sit right in the middle. We're probably a mid-range craft brewery, right? And, you know... One of the th one of the differentiators for us is we can white label beer, yeah, which is quite which is quite unique and personalise it and custom it, right? It's quite unique in the market that, mm -hmm. and we can control that 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 process, right? But the the amount of people that could have a white label beer is vast. Look at all the sectors: ferries, hotels, football clubs, uh, parties. Uh, 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 tourist attractions, you know, the pubs goes yeah, on yeah. and on and on. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's like 25 sectors. So you're like, right, where do we focus our energy first? And that is the process we're going through at the blind, going through at the moment. It's like, right, wh who do we know that that we can get into? Who do we know in our network that we can get into one of these markets quickly? Yeah, that we could become an advocate to give us some referrals to our target market. Then we can then. At that point, we can do some deals because it's a it's a it's a wow product. It's a sexy product. Customized beer, like customized chocolate, like customized something personalized. It's a buzzword, isn't it? At yeah, the moment. of course it is. Then we could got some credibility in that market. Then we can prospect the rest of the market. Yeah. Simple. 
Yeah. So that's what we do. So it, and it sounds <coughs> simple, but I don't think it. I don't think it does for the people who don't necessarily think like this. So whilst that sounds like a great process, but how, where do you start? So how are you? How are you gonna figure that stuff out? That step one. So f- so for, for so for example, I've got connectivity to football clubs, right? Right. In like in the north of England. Yeah, yeah. So I've leveraged my business relationships to do some deals with football clubs some, yeah. are, some are live at the moment so I won't go into it some are going live next week so then I'm thinking right it, here's, here's how it works in my with, with, with our product football clubs have a massive reach of people absolutely right and a lot of the reach of those people will drink the product that we produce yes I like that because if I was to try and reach all those thousands and thousands of people, it would take me a long time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to leverage on that brand, yeah. right? So I can start with one club, two club, three club. Once I've got those three clubs, I'm like, right, I've got some credibility. I've got some case studies. I can go to other clubs and say, look what we've done with X, Y, Z. Furthermore, part of my part of my makeup is to write, right, who else is selling to the same buyer in that sector okay right? and get a meeting with them tell them what i'm doing partner with them get some referral because they're already dealing like I, I had a meeting this week with a guy who does personalized chocolate and he does that chocolate to 50 football clubs yeah that's 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 sick blood and i'm like Ooh, yeah i like hello you. come Can and have a kiss and a cuddle with come and have me. a kiss and a cuddle with me the water's lovely come on come on come and get in come on get in there baby <laughs> Because he's okay, already, okay. he's already he's already got a relationship with the buyers that I want to talk to, yeah, yeah. And you know, again, I'm going to build that relationship with him. Then he can make referrals nice and easy. Uh, same guy. There is a uh, an event called an exhibition called Spring Fair at the NEC next month, and he's going to take me around some of these buyers in retail to introduce me to them. So, if I just rang them. Cold, you know, talk about cold calling or prospecting. Yeah. If I rang, I'm just like. This, this, you're, just, you're just another person who's ringing up, aren't you? Trying to get through the gatekeeper. Very keeper. handsome man talking. Well, they don't to know that on the phone, do they? They don't know how handsome you are. And so they can't see that. But this is the thing that like, is cold calling dead. Like when some guy rang and I was with Tony in the office and he rang me and he said, what did he, what did he say now? He said, don't. Gonna, don't hang up. Don't hang up uh, this is a blatant sales call or something. Give me 35 seconds. seconds. Oh, no. Don't. Yeah. Don't hang You're going to hate me. This is a sales call. Yeah. This is a cold call. Give me 35 seconds. And then if you want, you can hang up. And I stayed on the phone because I felt sorry for him. And I don't know if that's I don't know if that's what I'd want people to think about me. But I stayed on the phone and because Tony was like, you want you wanted to hear it then, didn't you? Your ears pricked up cause because you were like, "Oh, this is different." Because it takes it balls no. to do that. It does, but so he got my attention. I was I was listening. I put him on loudspeaker. We were both listening, mm. and then he was just like, he just talked. Then so his pitch was weird. It, but it was just shit. I was yeah, just yeah, like, I don't know. Shit. There's nothing exciting about this. Like, so you got my attention, and then you've I've, I've fallen off the cliff. You know, you've you've. Like so, say he was going to say something really exciting after that was linked to our business, but it was about some software that's suitable for agencies and not the way we work. So I was just like, shouldn't you research anyway and so pitched it entirely different? So if we're cold calling, we need to prepare that call. Or well, you do because you've got to at least look at that company and see whether it's relevant. I get people so on it, LinkedIn. It wasn't. It's so people on LinkedIn all the time, finance people saying, "Can I just do do something with your pensions?" I'm like, yeah, right. You, 
You just you just connected with me and you picked it's into blanket me. Which crap, is f- isn't it? Yeah, which yeah. is fine. But for example, active prospecting for me would be I've just done a piece of work with this football club, this football club, dear, dear Aston Villa, Bournemouth, uh, Sunderland. We could do this for you. Yeah. Can I have a conversation? Do you want a slice of this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In a really crude way, that's how I will go about it. I'll tell you what else I would do as well. I would personalise a beer for the buyer. I'd send them that. i say, hey, fancy getting this, sweetheart? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But and I have to add some... Them. And that's good. So when you've got... So show it's and It's tell. much more difficult in recruitment. It's got it so is. We've got a really terrible... You've got a, serv- you've got a service. It's a service, so isn't it? It's not sexy. You can't make it look sexy. I mean, we do try... We try, but we can't. It, as it's a non-product-based business, yeah, we I'm are trying to sell a yeah. service and dress that up in a way that people can see, and they can't and see it. That. That's why we are so forward-facing as a brand in other ways, to get people to notice us. And then once they've noticed us and they're like, do you know what, I, qu- I, like, these, I like these people, then well, we can sell our service. Then the only way you can do that for me, again, is being innovative with prospecting, right? Whether it's your approach, whether it's your style, whether you use some merchandise, right? You've got to be, remember, you've got to stand out from the crowd. Now, I stand out from the crowd because I'm stupid and childish when you when you meet me or when you hear me, right? So, and, and even on the phone, I am I, people will remember. People will remember. Absolutely. I don't people think you've got any, any issues with that. No, uh, but that's, if you, if you like me great or you hate me great. Yeah. You, you've got to be, you've got to be for me, and that's yeah, how yeah. I would, uh, that's how I would prefer it to be. It's a little bit different because we have a little bit of a, a unique product in the in the in the in the spaces that we're playing, and but certainly in recruitment, I'd be ax- asking a wacky question or what do you, I don't know. I, I can't think of something off the top of my head, but you know, ultimately you've you've got to be. But I, I think I think fresh do that. I do think I think <coughs> our issue, our biggest issue. At the moment, and it's not—it's not that it, we are doing better than we've ever done before. We are really profitable. We're dead good with money as as a business. We make a really, really good amount of profit, so we're in a great good position. Margin. But what we want to do is be better. So I'm not saying here that we—you know—you need to worry about us or donate money or anything like that. You know, we've no, just set don't. up a networking business for charity, so we are doing really, really well. Right. But it's about how can we do better? How can we get more money into the business to progress the people that are already in there to pay higher salaries to do recruit more recruit and re- employ more people exactly like just to do all the good stuff that we want to. do and it's I think for us it's like more organization when it comes to sales but I think a big thing and our business coach tells tells us to do this um so we are all over LinkedIn and I think Mm. that's where you can really see our USP Mm. and we're good at that what we're not good at is asking for the business we don't ask for the business I know so our business coach says like even if you just Every so often, like a call to action. And again, this is quite historic sales talk, isn't it? Like call to action, that kind of thing. But I do think like sometimes I'm like... So I don't necessarily sit on people's individual profiles on LinkedIn. You sit on your homepage, you're looking at people's posts and stuff, aren't you? Mm. You're interacting, but you don't necessarily go on to each person's and look what they do. So people might know who I am. They might know my face. They might know what I talk about, which isn't always recruitment, but they might not know that what we can do for them. So it might not be, hey, come and work with us. It's like, this is how we've helped other people. Do you yeah. want a slice of that? And I definitely don't do that enough. So every time I'm talking to a prospect, when I get to the, when I, when I'm post prospecting, when I'm negotiating, when I'm talking about a deal or when I'm pitching, I will always have a call to action, whether it's on the phone, on the Zoom, in a meeting. Yeah. I always say, I want to do. Bi- I think I want to do business with you. I think we're a good fit together. They know, and a lot of people. Well, and I'll say, what do you think? 
Depending on depending on what the environment looks like, yeah, of right? Of course, of course, yeah. Because because I want that if and, and if I get a good feeling off that person and if I get a good feeling off the opportunity, yeah, you've got to get a good feeling as well, haven't you? It works both ways, doesn't it? I will tell them, and I think that's great. But I'm talking about LinkedIn, so I would happily have that conversation with someone right. over the phone, face to face. But our biggest source of revenue is LinkedIn. Yeah, so, so what, if what we are you ask saying? The business more, so like a LinkedIn post, for example, about our services, about what we do individually. So if me and Laura are like, this is how we've helped a previous client. This is what we need to do. Then pe- more people could be like, oh God. I didn't mean like I forgot they did recruitment or I forgot they did it that way or I forgot they didn't specialise. Do you know what I mean? Like it's asking for the business on a platform that's suitable for you and I don't think we do that enough. And again, I but I feel cringy doing it. Like one of my one a bit of content that I want to put out is does it make you feel icky when people ask for the business? Like All right, yeah, you should you should do that. But what if pe- if someone sells to you directly on LinkedIn on a message? Oh, I hate it. I hate it. <gasps> It's la- it's lazy. Yeah. They just as soon as the connection as soon as the connection come on, they're firing stuff at me for pensions or for pay per click and SEO. It's like you don't know anything about my business, no. bro. I need to find you this one where this guy sent me. He messaged me selling his services, so I ignored it because it was not. It wasn't. I think it was like high XXX as well. And then he said, "Did you get my message?" So the first message was the twenty fourth of December. No, twenty third. That was last working day. The next one was in between. And then he sent me another one saying, are we going to have this call or not? And then another one. And I was like, this is really aggressive. You were messaging me this over Christmas for one. But also, what it's like forcing me to respond to you. And then it's like, are we going to have this call or not? And I was like, you need to calm down. You need to... Buy. And then he went, what do you mean, Emily? I'm like, can you not see the messages above? Like, this is... It's aggressive sales. I don't, I don't want to be sold to aggressively. No, and Stuart Lee put a... a a, a post out last week about someone sending in some stuff on LinkedIn cold, and he bought it after the third c- conversation and stuff like that, which is which is great. And maybe the style is a little bit different, and it was something he was looking for, and whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But what I would always say is, just send a no- you know, just just do your research. If it's, I, I don't know whether it is or whether it isn't fine to sell via LinkedIn message in my head it's not fine mm-hmm. but if you would like to do some research and personalize it to how you can add value to that person or that business with the product or service that you're selling and yeah. make it relevant don't just blanket it because that's don't blanket lazy. it is lazy. lazy well look, I was saying that but then when we're talking about our networking event so we are going to have to do blanket emails for that that's just letting people know about the link yeah, it's not the same I know but you do but I, I'd love everything to be personalised but then obviously there, you do have it's to draw a line don't you because there's no way you can do everything personalised but ultimately your sales process does kind of need to be personalised doesn't it let me just turn my laptop around. Mm-hmm. Always have a flexible approach. Always have a flexible approach. And you must. Yes. Not, not, all, not only in your, you know, not only in your sales process, but also in your, in your, you know, your proposal to customers. Not there's not a one size fits all. Because is everyone's bespoke. different, aren't they? They are. Emily. Everyone's needs are different, and it's up to you to be that chameleon to be able to meet them. Beautiful. You've been oh. in my, t- you've been in my company for so long. You've been picking up yeah. all my. My little tips and uh, and vocabulary. Mm, we've been talking a long time. You've got a section here that says Tony's top tips section. Uh, well, I thought you'd already given them. No, no, Have I you haven't. Not? No. Okay, we don't to end on you. It's been. It's just for. I've got a sales call at. It's for Laura as well. What time? In like thirty-five minutes. All right, you've got loads of time. I haven't. Though. I've got to get to the office. Easy. Here we go. Are you listening? Pin your ears back, Emily. Yeah. And folks. Always have a flexible approach. We've talked about that. Qualify in, qualify out. Very, very important that you 
qualify out an opportunity that's not for you or a time waster or something that's not going to be profitable or something like that as well as it qualify it in because know that you're not for everyone and that's okay and that's all right yeah spend and that can be hard to feel all right with but it's revolutionary when you're there keep your pipeline vibrant and fresh win or learn you're not going to win every single piece of business you're not it is borderline impossible but accept and put it back into the pipe for next time right and always keep them happy and say all right no problem might, might might do something next time or speak to in a few months or whatever, whatever. Um, and keep your CRM up to date. Don't be lazy. Yeah, okay. There you go. There you go, people. From Mr. Sales yeah. himself. There's, more, there's so much more to talk there about. There is so much but more, but, but you know, I mean, you can always... Do you know what you could do, Tony? You could come up with suggestions for content on the pod. That's yeah, do you know? And then you could, yeah. you could even yeah. help me or Laura, yeah. busy people, mm. write one of the schedules. Okay, I'll consider yeah. that for twenty twenty three. Yeah, totally. Okay. So you could do sales part two if you want. I mean, don't call it that. That's a shit title. But anyway, thank you. We hope that you've took something from that. I think you will have done. If you'd like I to feel know like more, I've took something from it as well. If you'd like to know more, please message myself on LinkedIn or Emily on LinkedIn. Yeah. If you'd like yeah. to. But that has been episode 128, Money, 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 of A Fresh Perspective on Business. Thank you. If you'd like to, please hit the subscribe button. You can mm, here you he can is again. I give him the intro and then he's like, I'm going to be all over this outro. Tony is like a bull. Spotify. Sounds <laughs> <So> loud. <laughs> Um, if you want to know more about Fresh, we're all over social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, TikTok with TikTok Tan, YouTube, and of course on LinkedIn. If you want to find out even more information about all the great stuff we're doing, Recruitment Academy, uh, networking with a twist, and all that good stuff, it's on the website, which is fb-resulting.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out. Peace out.